Still on the high from Tennessee taking down Alabama, snapping that 15-game losing streak, the first win over Alabama since 2006. It has been a fun, fun weekend. We're going to have fun recapping that right here on a Monday show. I went back and watched the tape. Upon further review, I've got some thoughts. I've got some grades. we got a whole lot coming up right here on a Monday. Locked on Balls. You are Locked on Balls, your daily podcast on the Tennessee Volunteers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, good Monday, everybody, and welcome into it. This is Locked On Balls, your go-to Tennessee Volunteers podcast each and every single day. It's a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harry Kane. We got a lot to get into today. If you're watching on YouTube, appreciate it. Pound that subscribe button, hit the share. Please fill up those comment sections. I know a lot of you guys have this weekend. It's been a whole lot of fun. If you're listening to this, uh, please subscribe anywhere you're finding this podcast. Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those good places. Don't forget Twitter Tuesday coming up tomorrow. Any questions, comments, concerns you guys may have, that is coming up on tomorrow's show. It's whenever you guys take over the show. I spend as much time as you guys will uh, sending questions for. So really, really looking forward uh, to that. All right, guys. So we got a whole lot of fun stuff to get into uh, today. And uh, really, really looking forward to uh, doing just that. Uh, first and foremost, I went ahead and went back and watched the tape. I Obviously, I, I write for VolQuest.com and I do this podcast. So I had to do a review piece and a lot of that stuff. So always go back, watch the tape. And um, I gave my instant reactions the other night. Of course, it was a couple hours later, but <laughs> work has to be done. Uh, but I gave my instant reactions Saturday night. And now going back and watching the tape, I've got some more thoughts uh, that might you know be just beyond the box score, if you will. Uh, Tennessee's and, I, and I'm sure I mentioned some of this. Don't get me wrong. Tennessee's offensive line just flat out dominated. And when I say dominated, I mean, of course, uh, you know, it, it's it's an offense for Tennessee that Alabama had no answer for. Alabama, you know, ran some base. Alabama ran some nickel. Alabama ran some dime. Alabama tried couldn't take away the run. Alabama sold out to take away the pass, and then Tennessee just ran it on them. And so, you know, just what 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 a game plan. You know, for Jalen Hyatt to accomplish what Jalen Hyatt accomplished, for Hinton Hooker to continue to add to his stat sheet in his Heisman campaign, you got to have an offensive line. And this is an offensive line that was, you know, bits and pieces, you know, some guys rotating in at right tackle, at left tackle, and points and times last year at left guard. And, you know, still did really well. Tennessee broke a whole lot of school records. But, you know, all those guys, minus Cade Mays, returned this year. You added Gerald Mincy. Uh, J.J. Crawford's another year in the system. Cooper Mays is another year as a starting offensive lineman. Javante Spragans as well. Jerome Carvin's steady Eddie. Darnell Wright is the best player a lot of times, a lot of times. And that's kind of hard to say with Tennessee football. But Darnell Wright is one of the best players on the football field pretty much anytime you step, you know, anytime Tennessee plays, right? That offensive line is really, really solid. And for two weeks straight, it has dominated. All right, it dominated LSU. Tennessee dominated Alabama. I mean, you look at the stat sheet and Tennessee outgained Alabama on the ground, rushing 182 to 114. Uh, Tennessee, of course, you know, threw through the air 385 yards. Tennessee ran a considerably less amount of plays in Alabama, uh, 70 plays to the 83, so 13 less plays in Alabama. Tennessee averaged eight point yards per play. That offensive line was fantastic. And more so than anything, a lot of you guys have been jumping in those DMs, tweeting me, and uh, jumping in the YouTube comments, and hey, that's fine. It's okay. Will Anderson Jr., the best football player in the country, and Tennessee neutralized him. Tennessee neutralized him. Tennessee neutralized Dallas Turner on the other side. Tennessee won the one-on-one blocks against those two guys. And again, Darnell Wright made some money. So hats off to the offensive line. What a performance. Tennessee's offensive line is playing 
Not good football right now. Great football right now. Uh, penalties. Okay, so Tennessee was penalized six times for 39 yards. That's pretty good. Alabama was penalized 17 times for 130 yards. A couple of drives, false starts, delay of games, false starts. Just kept backing them up, backing them up, backing them up. You can't tell me that environment at Neyland Stadium didn't have anything to do with that because it 100% did. The home field advantage, the you know, Neyland Stadium aroma, it played a huge factor into Bryce Young and Alabama on offense. 17 penalties for 130 yards. More than, way more, I mean, I'm not good at math, way more than triple the amount of yards for Tennessee. Uh, so, you know, wow, job well done, am I right? I mean, that was a huge factor in this football game. I mentioned the run game a little bit when I talked about the offensive line, but I really, really liked what the run game did. Now, Jabari Small didn't break out. Jalen Wright didn't break out, but they ran hard. Jalen Wright, 71 yards, 5.9 yards a tote. Jabari Small, 53 yards, 4.4 yards a tote. Tennessee cannot run against Florida last year. Tennessee cannot run against Alabama last year. And Tennessee has ran all over both Florida and Alabama so far this year. Georgia's to come. I understand that. But the run game, Tennessee, everything Tennessee wants to accomplish offensively, it starts with the run game. And the run game showed up. And it wasn't just Hendon Hooker, who also added 53 yards on the ground, uh, 56 yards on the ground throughout the uh, game. Job well done to the offensive line and those running backs for setting the tone. Um, let's shift gears now. Let's look at defense. Now, a lot of you guys are pulling your hair out, and I understand it. I'll say this. The defense is getting better. If you're watching Tennessee week in and week out, snap in and snap out, I know you know what I'm saying right now. This defense is getting better. Alabama, Georgia's got a high-powered offense. Stetson Bennett's playing, or, you know, at least began the season playing really well. You got those three tight end or two tight ends, really. Um, Alabama looked good offensively and still poses a lot of threats offensively, and that's coming up later in the season. Will Levis and Chris Rodriguez and Kentucky's coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, but Alabama's the best offense you're going to see all the, this year. Reigning Heisman Trophy winner Bryce Young, Jameer Gibbs, who's fantastic. You don't have the receivers like we talked about last year that uh, Alabama's used to having that can just get up and go in first-round caliber NFL receivers, but you know they're good, and that offensive line is good. And... Tennessee, I understand you gave up 49 points. I get it. But what I saw was a defensive line that continues to fight and get better. I saw linebackers. I thought Jeremy Banks played his best football game. Was he perfect? No. Did he overrun some stuff? Yes. Did he miss a tackle or two? I'll have to go check PFF. Uh, but I thought Jeremy Banks was all over the place on drive number one in particular. I thought Jeremy Banks played a fine football game. I thought Juwan Mitchell played better in this football game. I really did. Now, again, is he good enough? Well, uh, you gave up 49 points and you beat Bama, so it was good enough on Saturday, but it won't always be good enough. And then let's move to the secondary. What Tennessee accomplished in the secondary, again, secondary was not fantastic. I'm not trying to sit here and say this was an LSU-type performance for Tennessee's defense because it wasn't. But the stage was much higher. The stage was much better. The The opponent was you know, miles and miles better than what LSU was. Warren Burrell, of course, is out for the season. Kamal Haddon did not play. He's dealing with a hamstring issue. Jalen McCullough did not play. Of course, he's dealing with an off-the-field situation. Tennessee right there is down three defensive backs. As the game went on in the fourth quarter, uh, Christian Charles came up on the last drive for Alabama. The last series, he came up limping and grabbing a hamstring. Deshaun Rucker went out with a – I'll have to check on Deshaun Rucker. I thought it was cramp at the time, but Deshaun Rucker went out the series before. 
Tennessee was down two more cornerbacks on the last drive of the football game for Alabama when they tried to kick that game-winning field goal and missed it wide right. And you had Brandon Turnage on one side, and you had walk-on William Wright on the other. I don't know where D. Williams was. I don't know, guys. I'll have to ask and uh, when I dig down deeper into the PFF stats and figure out how many defensive snaps he played. I know he's out there a little bit early in the game. But you had Brandon Turnage on one side, who I know a lot of you guys love, and I understand he came in and won SEC Defensive Player of the Year week last year against South Carolina, and he did well. But, I mean, there's a reason why he's been buried. We talk about the PFF numbers and the game against Florida. He was in for a couple plays and did not do well. But you had Brandon Turnage to play 20 snaps in this game, and William Wright, a walk-on, who played four snaps on that last series, and they went right after him. He gave up a couple of passes, at least one in particular, but he made the tackle. What a gutsy, gutsy, gritty effort from those guys in the secondary there towards the end. Was the defense perfect? Absolutely not. But is it getting better? Is that defense better than what it was a month ago? 100%. And games like this, and when you figure figure out what you're made of, you know, in games like this against, against Bryce Young, who was incredible on Saturday, against Jameer Gibbs, who is magnificent with the ball in his hands. It tells you a lot about who you are and what you have, and I think Tennessee is getting better defensively. So those are a few things that stood out to me upon the rewatch. I gave you my big takeaways post game. If you haven't checked out that post game podcast, I recorded it hours after Tennessee took down Alabama, and I talked big picture stuff. Well, this is you know some of the notes I had that jumped off the tape when I rewatched it Sunday afternoon. So. Anyway, those are some of the uh, additional notes that I have. We're going to get into some scoring plays, courtesy of the Vol Radio Network, coming up in segment two, and then go over the stats and my caner grades. That's coming up uh, in segment three before we end the show. But right now, the numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their home. You don't need to earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. I know because I use Simply Safe in my own home. They protect you with the cutting-edge security technology powered twenty powered by 24-7 professionals, monitoring agents, and always have your back. Here's why I love it. It's those 24-7 professional monitoring systems that they have. Simply Safe's agents, they call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police to the first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. Simply Safe blankets your home and protection with advanced sensors for every single room, windows and doors, HD security cameras for inside and outside of your home, smarter ways uh, to detect motion and only alerts you if the threat is real. The monitoring experts use proprietarily advanced response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real so you can get the highest priority police dispatch. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on college. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month for free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on college to earn more. To learn more, there's no safe like Simply Safe. We'll go back into it. This is your Monday edition of Locked on Vols, and I am your host, Eric Kane. Don't forget, Twitter Tuesday is coming up on tomorrow's show. Really, really looking forward to that. All right, guys, so uh, we're going to go over some scoring plays. Remember, I have um, written permission from the Vol Radio Network to play these scoring plays. It's Bob Kessling and uh, Pat Ryan on the call for the Vol Radio Network. So uh, Tennessee comes out, makes a stop on his first defensive series of the football game, gets the football back, drives seven plays, 56 yards, takes a minute 58 off the clock. Jabari Small comes in and scores from one yard out, and Tennessee leads 7 to nothing. Tennessee right back to the line of scrimmage. 
Hooker gets the snap. Hands off. Small this time. Gets close. Gets in. Touchdown, Tennessee. Jabari Small. And the Volunteers take the early lead against Alabama. Well, Alabama comes back, ties the football game at 7-all at the 7.59-minute mark of the first quarter. Two play, eight plays, 71 yards, 2.12 off the clock. Jameer Gibbs, his first touchdown of the game. This is from eight yards out. And again, it ties the football game at 7-all. On the ensuing possession, Tennessee answers right back. The first of five touchdowns from Jalen Hyatt on the day. Five plays, 75 yards, a minute 16 off the clock. This sparks a 14-0 run for the Volunteers. It's Jalen Hyatt, 36 yards from Hendon Hooker, and uh, Tennessee takes a 21-7 lead, and it was a beautiful, beautiful, just kidding, it's a 14-7 lead, so I'm getting ahead of myself, 14-7 lead, the first of five touchdowns for Jalen Hyatt. Hooker out of the shotgun, play fake, looks, back to throw, guns for the end, so he's got a man there, the pass, right inside, caught. Jalen Hyatt, touchdown Tennessee. Jalen Hyatt streaking down the field and Hendon Hooker hit him right in stride. 36 yards for a Tennessee touchdown. And the Volunteers take the lead over Alabama, 13-7. Here we go. This is what I wanted to get into. (laughs) This is what I tried to get into, that last scoring play. The next Tennessee possession. Uh, Caps a four-play, 35-yard drive, a minute 02 off the clock, makes it 21-7. Jalen Hyatt's second receiving touchdown of the day. This is an 11-yard reception. Beautiful, beautiful play design, okay? So they fake the screen left with Hendon Hooker, and Jalen Hyatt comes across the field. You throw it to him in the flat, and he races at the pylon. Tennessee scores, and it's 21-7 on the second touchdown of the day from Jalen Hyatt. Hooker out of the shotgun. Blitz fakes to the right, throws it back. And gets a pass complete. That's going to be the Jalen Hyatt running for the pylon. And he's in. Tennessee touchdown. Hooker gets a little flip pass to the right to Jalen Hyatt. Hyatt just outran all the Alabama defenders to the pylon. And Hyatt scores his second touchdown of this first quarter. And Tennessee is rolling the tide right now. Tennessee leads Alabama 20-7. to Alabama gets on the scoreboard. A field goal from 21 yards out makes it 21-10. to and then Princeton Fant gets into the end zone. Innovative offensive calling from Josh Heupel. They're going to go offset eye, put your tight end at fullback, who played running back early in his career at Tennessee, played pretty much every position on the field, caps a three-play 40-yard drive. This was off the muff punt from Alabama when Solon Page, veteranly like pushes a guy into the football. Tennessee jumps on it, and Tennessee caps that turnover, that muff punt from Alabama with this Princeton Fant two-yard touchdown run to make it 28-10 to 10 in favor of Tennessee. Handoff, Princeton Fant, the fullback, and Princeton Fant fighting toward the end zone. He's in for a Tennessee touchdown. Princeton Fant played running back when he first got to Tennessee. They moved him to tight end. Now back at fullback, gets the handoff, and scores a Tennessee touchdown as the Volunteers cash in on that bonehead play by Alabama. And the Volunteers now lead it 27-10. to 10. Alabama jumps out and goes on an 18-0 run to actually tie the ball game at 28-all. And this is, uh, you know, from the second quarter on until the four minutes into the second half. You had Ja'Cory Brooks, a seven-yard touchdown pass from Byron Young. Another field goal this time from 43 yards out from uh, Will Reichert. And then Jameer Gibbs, 26-yard touchdown run to make it 28-all at the 11-11 mark of the third quarter. So Tennessee needs to snap that 18-0 run. It's a tie ball game. Who you're going to go to, right? Jalen Hyatt from Hendon Hooker, capping a 75-yard drive, only three plays, 
taking just 55 seconds off the clock. That's what explosive plays will do to you. Jalen Hyatt outruns the secondary once again. His third touchdown of the day makes it Tennessee 34 and Alabama 28. First down, Hooker, play fake, back to throw, bombs it long, looking for a high, and he's got it at the 10-yard line, crank up Rocky Top, touchdown Tennessee, Hooker to Hyatt, 60 yards on that strike, third touchdown catch of the day for Hyatt, and Tennessee answers Alabama's touchdown as the Volunteers jump back out in front, 34-28 over Alabama. Unfortunately, Chase McGrath misses that PAT, just hooks it left, so Tennessee does not have a seven-point lead, only has a six-point lead. Jameer Gibbs scoops into the end zone from two yards out when Alabama gets the football back later in that quarter, capping a 75-yard 12-play drive, and uh, Alabama is up leading 35-34. to That PAT missed is very costly. Well, Tennessee does answer right back. Jalen Hyatt again. This is touchdown number four on the day completely once again outrunning the defense the way Josh Heupel was able to scheme up Jalen Hyatt uh, to outrun a safety was incredible it happened all game long this time 78 yards and Tennessee takes a 42-35 lead and I'll tell you how they got that two-point conversion here in just a second hooker play fake back to throws got time over the middle Hyatt's got it at midfield now it's a foot race yes to the 30 to the 20 he's gonna go all the way to the checkerboard Touchdown, Tennessee. The fourth touchdown of the day for Jalen Hyatt. A new school record, and it puts Tennessee in front of Alabama 40-35. to What a day for Jalen Hyatt. So again, Chase McGrath missed the PAT and the touchdown prior, so Tennessee needed to go for two here. Uh, again, more innovative play calling. Let's go back to the Utah pass, and let's get it into Princeton fan. Had a lead blocker. I believe it was Jerome Carvin looping up over around, pulling around and kicking out. And Tennessee gets that two-point conversion, leading 42-35 at the 14-01 mark of the fourth quarter. Well, uh, Alabama comes back. They tie the football game at 42-all. Cameron Latou, a one-yard touchdown pass, and he spikes the football down. And then Tennessee gets the football back, okay? It's a tie ball game, 42-all. Tennessee gets it looking or backed up deeper in their own territory. It was actually a disastrous uh, uh, series from the get-go. Jimmy Holiday decides to take a kick out of the end zone. He shouldn't have. Walker Merrill gets called for a block in the back. It backs Tennessee way, way up. And then you have a play that you're not used to seeing in the Tennessee offense, a fumbled exchange from quarterback Hendon Hooker and running back Jabari Small. Small doesn't even know that there's a fumble, so that makes me believe that it's Hooker's fault. I don't know. I'll ask for clarification. But a fumble from those two guys, and Dallas Turner scoops it up. And, well, uh, let's hear how it sounded on the Vol Radio Network. Second down and eight. Fumble. Tennessee fumbles the ball. Jabari Smith fumbled it and is picked up by Dallas Turner. He's going to run it in for an Alabama touchdown from 10 yards out. Hooker and Small somehow missed the handoff, and Turner was right there to pick it up and sprint in for a go-ahead touchdown. So it's 49-42. That is all the scoring Alabama will do in this football game. 49 points. Uh, That is all, and there's still seven, almost eight minutes left in this game. Tennessee goes to end this game on a 10-0 run. Jalen Hyatt, 13-yard touchdown pass, a slant. The safety Jordan Battle was in no man's land, capping a 75-yard 11-play drive, 423 off the clock. Tennessee scores with 326 left in the football game to tie it once again at 49-all. Hooker out of the shotgun, gets the snap. Fakes, fires, quick slant, pass, touchdown, Tennessee. 
The quick slant. Jalen Hyatt has five touchdowns. Five of them. Quick slant. Hendon Hooker, his favorite target. Jalen Hyatt. Alabama gets the football back. They march down the football field. I mentioned Charles goes down with an injury. You're bringing in a walk-on William Wright in to play one of the cornerback spots. Uh, Denique, or excuse me, Christian, excuse me, Deshaun Rucker is not in this football game. So you've got Brandon Turnage on the other side. You're down. Warren Burrell, of course, he's not playing this football game. You're down Kamal Haddon. He's not playing in this football game. You're down Jalen McCullough. He's not playing in this football game. And Alabama's moving and moving. And why on earth Alabama didn't run the football when they got it to midfield on first or second down is beside me. Maybe you throw on first down, but then run and try to help out your kicker. Uh, just or once they once they got past midfield, excuse me, they had a completion there to take it into field goal range. But nonetheless, they didn't help out their kicker whatsoever. And Riker gets up there and misses it wide right. Tennessee has 15 seconds left. 15 seconds left. The big throw to Brew McCoy, who caught the first pass of the football game and then went kind of silent, catches the last pass of the football game all the way down for Tennessee to set up this 40-yard kick from Chase McGrath to win it or to go to overtime. Here's the game-winning call as Tennessee knocks off Alabama 52-49 to from Bob Kessling and the Vol Radio Network. 40-yard attempt. Not quite in the middle of the field. When what there is is at his back. McGrath to win the game against Alabama. Paxton Brooks to hold. Waiting for the snap. There it is. The kick on the way. And that kick is knuckling toward the upright. And it's good. Just gets over the upright. Chase McGrath wins the game for Tennessee. And here they come. Everybody cheering in the celebration. The student section mobbing the field. They're mobbing Chase McGrath. They're mobbing Hendon Hooker. What jubilation in Big Orange country as the Tennessee Volunteers end a 15-game losing streak to the Alabama Crimson Tide, and they do it on a 40-yard field goal by Chase McGrath. Love, love, love playing those calls from the Vol Radio Network. I know you guys as well, and that uh, you guys do as well, and that is how it sounded as Tennessee knocked off Alabama, snapping a 15-game losing streak and picking up the first win for the Volunteers in this series dating back to 2006. Move over, Eric Ainge. Get out of here. I can say that. I know him. He's my friend. Hendon Hooker, you are running the show now. Tennessee wins, and that's how it sounded, courtesy of the Vol Radio Network. Um, Coming up next, we are going to dive into the stats. We're going to dive into uh, the Caner grades. I grade each position group for the University of Tennessee. That's coming up next right here on Locked on Vols. But first, I want to remind you guys about one of our proud sponsors. That is Bet Online. They do a great job for us. Number one source for our football betting information this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis for every single game you can possibly find. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information, live betting, and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. Hey, Hendon Hooker is continuing to climb up those Heisman charts, go check it out at betonline.com. Maybe get some value, or not even value anymore. You got value in the offseason. Hendon Hooker's up there. Go check out those odds. It's pretty neat over at betonline.net. It's the fastest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball playoffs, MMA, boxing, and golf. Bet Online, it is where the game starts. Go check it out at betonline.net, or you can use your mobile device. Again, Bet Online, it is where the game starts. Welcome back into this Monday edition of Locked On Vols. We are recapping, reliving Tennessee's 52-49 to win over Alabama. What a moment for this program. Again, big picture stuff. I talked about that on Saturday night. So if you're listening now, 
I know I don't usually post over the weekends, uh, so go check it out. Um, at least full episodes over the weekends. Go check it out. Uh, it is a post-game podcast late Saturday night. Actually, it might be titled early Sunday morning. I don't know. Uh, but go check it out. I give big picture thoughts, instant reaction thoughts to Tennessee's win over Alabama. Time for some stats, and I'll give out my Caner grades here in just one moment. Uh, let's take a look at it. Tennessee, really, really good offensive day. 567 yards of total offense. I believe it's the ninth straight game where Tennessee scored over 30 points. Uh, 569 yards of total offense, just two more yards for Bama in this football game. Bama did uh, run 13 more plays than Tennessee did, 83 plays to 70 plays. Tennessee averaged 8.1 yards per offensive play. Alabama, 6.9 yards per offensive play. Uh, Passing yards, 455 for Alabama's Bryce Young. He was, guys, I mean, obviously we know this. We watched the football game. Bryce Young is good. Oh, my gosh, he is good, man. He is uh, his pocket awareness, his pocket mobility, his his ability to run and throw, he is really good. Hendon Hooker, also really good. He throws for 385 yards and an interception his first of the season. What a way for Tennessee to respond. I didn't even mention this in the big takeaways. Hendon Hooker, um, he get, Will Anderson, probably the only play he made all night, he takes J.J. Crawford and pretty much, pretty much plants him into Hendon Hooker's lap and causes the throw to get airmail. There was also pressure coming from the other side as well, and Hendon Hooker throws his first interception of the season. Uh, but Tennessee responds. Tennessee forces a uh, punt on the ensuing Alabama possession, so they do not uh, get points off that turnover. How about that? In a game where there weren't, wasn't a whole lot of defense on either side, Tennessee makes a stop there. So that is called what I always say, complimentary football. Normally I'm talking about it on the other side, but when the offense makes a mistake, force a punt on the other side, that's what Tennessee did. Uh, rushing yards, only 114 for Alabama, who was coming into the game averaging well, well over 200 rushing yards, well over 200 rushing yards. How about that for Tennessee's defense? 114 yards rushing, 182 yards rushing for Tennessee. Tennessee outgains Alabama on the ground. Credit, again, to those backs who ran hard and that offensive line. Penalties, I mentioned the kneeling atmosphere, 17 penalties for 130 yards for Alabama, six penalties, only 39 yards for the University of Tennessee. Uh, possession time, of course, Alabama's going to win that 37 minutes and 29 seconds to 22 minutes and 31 seconds for the University of Tennessee. Third down conversions, uh, Alabama slightly under 50%, 6 of 13. Tennessee right at 50% uh, for 5 of 10. Tennessee was actually 0 for 2 on fourth down conversions in this football game. Alabama was one for one red zone scores six for six for Alabama four for four for Tennessee. All four of those were touchdowns for the university of Tennessee. Only four of six were touchdowns for Alabama. Both teams had a two point conversion, a successful attempt, and both teams scored seven points off turnovers in this football game. Tennessee actually lost. Um, I can't, I can never find the stat anywhere. So I always do this by head when I'm looking at the stat sheet. Um, I, unless I'm forgetting something, Tennessee did lose the turnover battle two to one, but again, only allowed seven points off that scoop and score uh, fumble that I'm referencing. Let's go to individual stats looking really, really good. Hendon Hooker, who's going to get a B plus in this football game, You're probably saying, why B? Why didn't he get an A or an A plus? Well, he did throw an interception his first of the season, but more so than any, I mean, that happens. All right. That happens. Um, more so than anything, I I'm curious about the fumble exchange. I'm putting that on Hooker because, uh, Jabari Small just kept on running. He had no clue that that football was fumbled. He was carrying out his fake, right? Um, I'm going to get some clarification and see exactly you know who's at fault there. Uh, but I'm going to give Hendon Hooker a B-plus for this football game, but he was still so magnificent, right? 21 to 30, 70% completion, 
385 yards, five touchdowns, all to uh, Jalen Hyatt. He added 56 yards on the ground. Uh, later in the football game, he had a costly, it was a false start on Tennessee because Hendon Hooker rushed to the line and snapped the football before the wide receivers were set. That's on the quarterback as well. So because of those two little things, when you're so good, the margin for error is thin, right? Especially with the caner grades sometimes. Uh, that's why I give Hendon Hooker a B plus, but he was marvelous. Running backs, you get a solid A. You run, you ran hard. Jalen Wright, 71 yards on 12 attempts, 5.9 yards per carry. Jabari Small, 53 yards on 12 attempts, 4.4 yards per carry. Jabari Small found the end zone. Um, running backs played well. They blocked well, too, so running backs get an A. Tight ends, again, you're never going to dominate the stat sheet, but uh, I thought Prince and Fant made a couple big catches, three receptions, 24 yards. He scored a rushing touchdown, of course. Uh, Jacob Warren had two receptions for 13 yards, one of which was for a first down. They blocked well, helped out with both Dallas Turner and Will Anderson Jr. Tight ends will get an A. Wide receivers, well, Jalen Hyatt, six receptions, eight targets, 207 yards, and five touchdowns. Um, how about that? Ramel Keaton, eight targets, five receptions, 78 yards. Solid, really nice catch on that last play, on that last series as well to help Chase McGrath get into field goal range. Holds on to the football. The only mistake that I can, I can, you know, just really remember off the top of my head that Ramel Keaton has made since filling in for Cedric Tillman is not running under that football the other day. The Hendon Hooker threw, he stops, then he tries to make an acrobatic catch. Just keep running. You would have made that catch and you could have walked into the end zone. But Ramel Keaton is stepping up really well. Uh, Brew McCoy, two receptions, five targets, 38 yards, none bigger than the one on that final drive to set up Chase McGrath. And then, again, you see the running backs and the tight ends getting involved. Small and Wright combined for three catches for 25 yards. Jacob Warren, a tight end, again, two receptions, 13 yards, like I said. The wide receivers get an A, okay? That's because of Jalen Hyatt. And then the offensive line, I've mentioned it so many, many times, neutralizing Will Anderson Jr. for the most part. He did cause that interception from Jalen Hyatt, or excuse me, from Hendon Hooker. But neutralizing Anderson Jr., neutralizing Dallas Turner, allowing one sack, and that was a coverage sack, guys. DJ Dale got that sack. That was a coverage sack. Um, the rushing yards, over 500 yards of total offense, beating Alabama. On my paper, I put A++++++. Offensive line gets an A++++++. Defensively, you give up 49 points. So, again, it is what it is. Maybe there's a curve on these defensive grades because, again, I think they're getting better. And what you were working with in the back end, goodness gracious. Defensive line, you get a B minus. You only had two uh, tackles for loss, or excuse me, four tackles for loss in this football game. Uh, half of one comes from Bumpus. The other half goes to Bailey. You had Amari Thomas, who got a sack, the only one of the day for Tennessee. That's a TFL as well. And then the other TFL actually came from Aaron Beasley. So the defensive line only had three TFLs on the day, but did a good job overall against the run of Jameer Gibbs. He ran for over 100 yards, but again, that is an All-American, um, but he did not allow Bryce Young uh, to run in front of the line of scrimmage. He ran all over behind the line of scrimmage, but he didn't allow the quarterback to be a factor in the run game. Uh, I just think they're playing physical. They're rotating in and out. They're getting better. I have the defensive line. I guess that offensive line for Alabama as well. It's one of the better ones. Maybe not the best one, but one of the better ones that you're going to see. I've got that as a B-minus. Linebacker play, it wasn't perfect, but I thought Jawan Mitchell played a better game. I thought Jeremy Banks played his best game of the season. But Aaron Beasley did some things. Again, it's tough. You're matched up. I mean, there was a couple of times when Juwan Mitchell was well out at the number one receiver and man coverage. That number one receiver was Jameer Gibbs out of the backfield. It's a mismatch, right? But he held his own a couple of those times. Uh, they could have been a whole lot better. Certainly could have been better in zone. They overran some plays, weren't running them inside out. 
But again, I thought the linebackers overall, all things considered, played a decent game. They get a B minus. The DBs, you know, a lot of you guys would throw an F out there. A lot of you guys would throw a D out there. I'm going to give them a C minus. Hey, give up 49 points. You, th- you allowed, and it's an 11-man game. Don't get me wrong. The rush, when Tennessee can't get home with four, it creates a lot of problems in the back end. When Tennessee can't get home with five, the middle of the field's wide open. Um, but I, I, I saw a gritty, gritty effort. I saw a really gritty, gutsy effort from a defensive backfield. <clears throat> Excuse me, they were playing down some players. We're playing a walk-on at the end of the football game. We're without a captain in Jalen McCullough. I saw a gritty effort, and I saw Deshaun Rucker grow up, okay? I saw Brandon Turnage get some confidence. Um, that's what I saw from this football game. Now, it wasn't perfect. I'll get a C minus. That is one, you know, hyphen away from being a D. So again, it was not perfect, but I saw a lot of growing up there from the defensive secondary. Special teams gets an A. Solon Page, what a play pushing that guy into the football. And Tennessee gets a muff punt. Tennessee scores off that. That was the Princeton fan turnover or the Princeton fan rush. Uh, Chase McGrath, you missed a PAT, of course, but you hit the game winner on a double clutch and knuckleballer. Uh, special teams, you're going to get an A. The kickoff coverage units have been fantastic as well. And then coaching gets an A. I thought Tim Banks uh, dialed some things up when he needed to. Tennessee defense was all over Bryce Young. It was incredible that I feel like he wasn't 100%. He got hit all game long, got the crap beat out of him, and he still did what he did. Uh, that's that's a Heisman Trophy winner in the past for you, right? He's a good football player. thought Tim Banks dialed up the pressure when he needed to. I thought Josh Heupel and Alex Golish had beautiful play designs, and I love that Josh Heupel might be the only coach in America with 15 or 17 seconds left on the clock. I say 17 because this happened last year at Kentucky before the half, but with 15 seconds on the clock saying, hey, we're going to go win this game. We're not playing for overtime. I love that. Coaching, you get an A. In review, quarterbacks, B-plus, running backs, Tight ends, wide receivers, and offensive line. All A's of the offensive line actually gets an A+++++. Defensive line, B-. Linebackers, B-. DBs, C-. Special teams, an A. Coaching, an A. We'll get those pro football focus grades later in the week. But don't forget, Twitter Tuesday, your mailbag edition of the show. That is coming up tomorrow. Guys, enjoy this. Um, Everybody that's involved with Tennessee football, the fans, the media covering it, the coaches, the players, the parents, everybody's on a high right now. We're riding that wave. It's been a whole lot of fun. Been a whole lot of fun. This past weekend was was fun. And again, I encourage you to go listen to the postgame podcast because I said in there that, hey, sky's the limit. All bets are off. Tennessee is for real, for real. And beating Alabama solidified that. Will Tennessee beat Georgia and everybody else on their schedule? I don't know. What's Tennessee do with it from here? I don't know. But as I wrote in my column at VolQuest.com, you can go check it out. Again, that's VolQuest.com. I'm not betting against Tennessee right now. That is for sure. Guys, as always, thank you so much, guys and gals. Thank you so much for hanging out with me here today. Get those Twitter Tuesday mailbag questions in at underscore Kaner at Locked on Balls. Fill up those YouTube sections, the comment sections, and you can find me on Facebook, actually, at Kaner on Air. Uh, we'll do it again tomorrow. Until then, check out Locked on SEC. Make that your second listen right behind Locked on Balls. Your first listen each and every day. Until next time, enjoy your Monday. Stay safe. And we'll see you here tomorrow.